0: hello everyone my name's george and i'm just one slice of the creative team behind the new acapella edinburgh fringe show 1001 open mic nights i'm the director and the producer of the show i love acapella and what i lack in talent i make up for in
1: enthusiasm hi i'm charlie i'm co-music director and i'll be lending my pr and marketing skills to the show
2: Hi, I'm Rob and I'm the other co-music director of 1001 Open Mic Nights and acapella fan extraordinaire, known from such occasions as That one time I watched all three Pitch Perfect movies, back to back, alone in my room.
0: It's Rob, Charlie and George back again to make all your a cappella dreams come true. This week, we're treated with the vocal stylings of our resident bass, Ben. We'll be hearing all of Ben's tips and tricks of being the best bass around, so sing along if you know the words. Don't forget that you can keep in touch with us on Instagram, where we'll be posting lots more behind-the-scenes stuff from the show. Enjoy!
3: Hello!
0: That's very nice. Um, how are we all here, everyone in the room? I've got a Rob and a Charlie and also a mystery guest. Who is it? It's me. Yay! (laughs) It's Ben.
2: I really wanted to play for a second there, like the the Pokemon, um, guess the Pokemon from the like silhouette, but then obviously it's a podcast, so we couldn't post a photo anyway. No. Um, Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it anyway. It's like promo for this week and be like, "Who's the guest?" And it'll be like the outline of your face. Is
0: that Pokemon music? I mean,
2: I trust you to know. Yeah, that sounds like it. Why not? Mm, That might
0: also be some Avengers news.
4: I don't know.
0: I don't know. Keep (laughs) keep on going. We're all good. Power through. Power (laughs) through. How
2: are you this week, Ben? How's life?
4: I'm grand. I've had a decent week actually. Um, I. Finally picked up a microphone, which will make all my recordings hopefully better. And today, well, it's just stopped now, but I've had snow for the first time this year.
0: Yay! Oh, was it really? Oh, have you made a snowman in that short time that it happened? In the last five minutes, ten minutes that has been going? Yeah. Uh,
4: no, not quite. I'm not that fast. Oh. Sorry to say. Well, you missed out. You
2: really, you know, you should take you should take advantage of the very first snowflake that falls out the sky. Ben, I'm expecting you to be there to like. yeah to catch it it. and mold it into a snowman exactly
0: out there doing snow angels it's actually quite disappointing that you weren't i'm sure everyone in your close would have loved that
4: well i'm very sorry to say i haven't done it
1: (laughs) has it settled at all
4: no not at all
0: i like how you said that without even looking you're like i know it uh, no (laughs) (laughs) no
2: no. (laughs) i can just feel the evaporation already it's just no I'm hoping though because it's meant to snow tomorrow I feel like mm. in, in quite a few places because up north there's been so much snow and mo- we're all like down south-ish and so we've just had none of we it. We are. We are, well, we are all yeah. down south. Yeah, that's true. Well, well, you have I to forgive like me because I them. get scared no. when trying to draw yeah. north-south. I don't
0: really care about where I'm from. I don't know. I don't, I, well, this, is, this is not something we should delve into. Let's um, not get into north-south politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, let's... <laughs> so
2: we do know where it is. We'll yeah, I think we all normal. <laughs> <Sorry>. Yeah,
0: no.
2: <laughs> George and Charlie? or oh, Charlie,
0: yes. Um, Charlie. How was your week? What? I
1: nominate Charlie as tribute. Well, I made some cookie dough earlier today. So nice. life is good. It's currently in the fridge chilling. And I shall be baking some cookies immediately after the podcast. And then attending a legal party over Zoom. So, so life is exciting today. The way you yeah. said
0: that though, that made it sound like it was going to be a party full of lawyers, um,
1: which... people. <laughs> 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 and one of them, I think, is training to be, if she listens to this, I can only apologise if I get this wrong, a patent attorney. So like, it's legal in that. So it's
3: it is like it, a legal yeah. a thing. They're
1: more interesting than their job makes make them sound.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Squeeze that in at the end there. <laughs> oh dear!
1: But
0: that exciting. Exciting. how am i we're moved charlie's gone now it's my go uh <laughs> how am i i'm good i'm fine i'm all in one piece um i what have i done this week oh i did work oh no that's <laughs> exciting uh i did baking that was fun what did you I bake i made that was actually a lie i didn't bake anything this week I don't, know, I don't know why.
2: Honestly, you just...
0: I was about to roll with it and go like, oh yeah, I made some biscuits, but then that would have been... Uh, I do this sometimes where I say something and then I'm like, oh, that's not true.
2: <laughs> that's um... also known, George, as just lying. <laughs> <laughs> there is a word for <laughs> that, that in <laughs> the English dictionary.
0: <laughs> a big fat lie. Um, no, I'm just trying to make my life seem more interesting than it is. Um, no, Nothing much nothing. has happened this week, but that's okay. Yeah. It's actually, I tell you what, it's too cold yeah. because... I haven't got any snow. I think at this point, I'm just bored of it being freezing because I've got like, I've got chill on my toes Everyone, oh, so That's maybe a bit gosh. too much information as well. But it's just very, it's cold. very cold. It's very kind of cold. And that's how I did this week. Right, Rob, how are you?
2: Smooth transitions. (laughs) I am doing okay. I'm doing great. The one thing I really enjoyed, especially about today, because we're recording this at four o'clock in the afternoon and during the winter, four o'clock in the afternoon, I feel like it's always such a pivotal time because it's when you can tell that it's the depths of winter because the sun sets at four o'clock. Whereas I had the realisation today, we're a whole month past the darkest day of the year and it's 437 and the sun and is like still yeah. veritably in the sky.
0: You you could go outside. Yeah. And, I,
2: yeah, I'm so excited about this because I've been I've been planning runs so that I go out at 3:30 so I come back before it gets dark. Have a whole extra half an hour now. Like <laughs>
0: you, can, you can procrastinate and sit uh, on TikTok for an hour exactly. until you have to go on your run.
2: Absolutely wild, <laughs> honestly. So that's how <laughs> that's the point that I've reached in the lockdown where I'm so incredibly out of things to do that i'm noticing minute details in the weather patterns um so yeah
4: there's worse things to do in
2: lockdown yeah i agree to be fair this is true i feel very i I have felt this week very at one with nature i'm in like a bit of a zen mode which which
0: i went for a walk yesterday like a it was a golden hour i'm an angsty teen walking along pretending i'm in a music video Mm. walk Um, and there was another I mean I'm 23 but in my head I was being a teen there was another like young adult person that was walking along opposite me and they were also having a I'm in a music video kind of walk and I was like like we did it we did a knowing nod to each other we were like we both know that we are disassociating to the album that we're listening to right now. I was Which really
1: was, hoping for a walk uh, off just then, but you know <laughs> <laughs> And then
2: we started catwalk strutting across the fields of Essex.
1: And then we coordinated
0: the dance routine. <laughs> I wish. Oh that would be amazing. Yeah, I
2: feel like that's very what what album were you listening to? Because I feel like that will what give away was, the music. No,
0: I was listening to I tell you what I've done, I've made a playlist of all the different songs that people put on their Instagram stories, You know people share songs in mm. Instagram stories and you never actually listen to them? Yeah. I started getting into the habit of making a playlist of and it's called songs that people tell me to listen to and mm. it's a playlist of songs that I should listen to because I feel like I'm not very good at finding new things to listen to so this mm. is a good way of just logging what I should be so far nothing's really taken my fancy but mm. I I hold out hope so it, it, all,
2: it. all you need sometimes I mean, is that one song that delves you into yeah, another artist definitely. and then that like leapfrogs yeah. cause, and then suddenly you have seven new albums and you've got too much to listen to I feel like yeah. that's a thing mm. yeah Charlie, you were going to say something, I feel.
1: Do either of you have any suggestions for George? Ooh. That would be lovely. Live and and here Mm. now.
2: Ooh. I would have to look at my Spotify. No. I've been listening to... Sorry, that was really dramatic. I've been listening (laughs) to um, Joe Nama Trading on my new cassette player.
3: Mm-hmm. With the cassettes,
2: <laughs> I know of... <laughs> I have a cassette player. I'm I'm either lame and or edgy, depending on your definitions. Oh, um,
3: <laughs>
2: My dad had all of these old cassette players up in the loft, which he brought down the other day. I think I spoke about this on last week's podcast. Maybe I can't remember. It's been a big excitement. So, um and one of them is Joan Arbour Trading. I don't know what album it is, but I just popped it in while I was having a bath earlier, and I was listening to it. So it's, su- it's such a good music to just kind of like. Have a bit of a chill out to it, it's very like funky mm-hmm. and very, I don't know, it's funky, pretty good. Yeah, so I'm into that. check so out Joan Armour Trading, I feel like
4: you'd enjoy
3: we'll do. Add it. To my, yeah, what I you to? my
4: music tastes quite obscure. I know that not a lot of people like the kind of stuff I do. Um, I didn't listen to a lot of either alternative rock or epic rock music. Is it like hardcore
2: Icelandic Viking rock? Not quite, <laughs> I wish. It's
0: epic, like. ACDC or is Epic No, something? so Epic tends to be
4: added to any genre um, to just mean it's a lot of atmospheric stuff. So mm-hmm. the kinds of things you can imagine to be building up to a climax in a movie score.
0: Nils Fram, then.
4: Is he epic yeah. rock? Okay. Yes.
2: Oh, cool. Type music, yeah. yeah. I like that. Well, I mean, if you have any suggestions
4: from yeah, that...
0: Yeah, no, because I, I don't discriminate.
4: My... Current favourite is Welshly Arms. Um, that band, they're quite a little bit. They're not as hardcore as some. Um, as you? As, I, think, I think
0: that's where it's going. Well, no, definitely. <laughs> they're not, not, not me. my level of hardcore, but. Oh, I'm very, I very much
4: don't class myself as a hardcore rock listener. But, um, <laughs> yeah, either that or. What was the other, the other ones I was listening to? Two Way, they're called. Um, Two Way. They do quite fun game soundtracks or for game adverts
2: i feel like that's quite an, a quite a thing with that sort of genre of music though because i've yeah. seen a lot of artists who do either actual actual game scores or do like not not parodies that's the wrong word but as in like almost like um, um in the style of this yeah. certain yeah. game kind of thing yeah oh that's very cool no that is cool very fun
0: I'm, I'm, I'm go. going to write all those down. Thank you, everyone. That's very good. Two,
2: two wildly, wildly opposite ends of kind of exactly. like you're challenging moods, me. I feel. I've got
0: something to sink my teeth into. That's what I need. I need someone to shake me out of liking Taylor Swift, which I can like Taylor Swift, yeah. but it's just yeah. too much when it's the only album we put on. Um, but yeah, yeah that's I'm right. in that rut. I'm with you there. <laughs> so,
2: anyway. <laughs>
1: Rob, <laughs> now that we, did you say how you were? Me? Oh, we know, we know how, how you yeah. we Right, yes, See, please,
2: you're overcorrecting now because... from Rob. Just... Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, you <laughs> cut me off way early, so now we're moved, now I'm gonna do it twice as revenge. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anyway, let's get on to having Talk a bit of a chat it. about Ben because, as you already know, Ben is our extra special guest this week. He is also a cast member of 1001 Open Mic Nights. I mean, are are our... we gonna
0: run out soon? Because I feel like every every time we're like, here's another cup but maybe. But maybe we've had. I think we're we've... around halfway. I mean, I lose count. There's
2: so many of them. Mm. I can't keep up. I just I, We don't really know who's in the group anymore. No? It's like people turn up every week. Their faces might have changed. <laughs> they might be in different rooms. But
0: this week we we've miss. got Ben. ben and Lebes. he is
2: extra, extra low voice super, in, super all, low. in all counts. That would be me. Um, yeah. So tell us, to begin with, yes. tell us the story of you. Tell us the story of when you discovered this This extra boomy subwoofer bass oh, of a voice that you have and how you got into acapella through that
4: journey.
0: Your,
4: your boomy boombox voice. Right, so I've got quite an... Well, not interesting, but quite a long and varied history in singing. I started off probably when I was about six. I think I was six or seven. Um, That's early. As a chorister at my church choir. Aww. And you can imagine little Ben, age six or seven, his voice high in the sky booming like an 10 angel. octaves
2: <laughs> below middle yeah. c Imagine. age six <laughs> prodigy from day one. Oh
4: man yeah but no some of the my favorite things to do were the descant lines and christmas carols
3: oh, so that, was, that
4: was me all over that was my thing and i used to just well look forward to christmas oh, so you for that like reason a
1: proper soprano then yeah oh um, wow crazy
4: that all changed. I remember the day that I first realised, and oh, maybe I can't do that anymore, was the first time I ever went to midnight mass at my church. And I started off the service with the verse of Once in World David City.
2: <gasps> but
4: you were that child. I was that child. That was the first time I ever did it. And my voice cracked for the first time. No!
3: Oh, my no! God,
4: <laughs> It could have been just because it was midnight and I was... Tired as a whatever yeah. I was, 11, 12 year old boy, maybe bed. less than that. I should have been in bed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, from that day, I thought, right, that's my desk career over. Um, and I wow. sang as an alto for about three or four years after that.
0: So, was it immediate, so it wasn't immediately like I can sing super high and then you became really low, but like it was a gradual low. Note.
4: No, so I, I sat on alto for a long time um, and as I went through high school, I was part of school choirs and those sorts of things. Nothing particularly out of the ordinary. Apart from when I got to year 12 and I started sixth form, um, I left. Obviously, my school choir didn't take sixth forms in it. Oh, what? I don't know. It was a different one because the, the chamber choir, as it was, tended to be specifically for music, GCSE and A-level students. Wow. And while I took oh, it to GCSE, I didn't take music A-level. Hmm. So I sort of left it at that stage. I carried on with the rest of my music. I played, uh, well, a load of different instruments, actually, while I was at school in, in sixth form. Um, so I kept up with that. And then finally, in my, the last show, the last performance we ever did while I was in year 13, uh, the summer concert at school, I decided... Right, well, I'm going to set up a male quartet. (gasps) And we did it for the first time. It was the first time they'd ever done it. We just decided to have some fun. Um, So I arranged a male quartet for Skyfall, because that was big around that sort of time, with a piano in the background. Um, And it went terribly.
1: (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. that. Think yeah. of
4: the epic rock story. If, no, every rehearsal went, well, not flawlessly, but went so well. That one performance, it was shocking. Oh,
3: wow. I bet you are I'm just completely saying
4: Completely out though. of time, completely out of tune oh. with the piano. Just everything <gasps> oh, that could dear. go wrong went wrong. There's a video somewhere. um I hope it's been deleted it off everyone's phone. Yeah,
3: I'm
4: like, but we're going to be linking
2: to this in the podcast notes somewhere. Honestly, I've tried <laughs> to
4: find it for so long, and I'm sure it doesn't exist anymore.
2: Oh, dear. Um,
4: but, yeah. How, so that... how
2: did you recover? What did you do next? Did you just disband the male quartet?
4: Yeah, that was the end of Sick Form. We all moved oh. to uni. Oh, they never spoke oh. again. That
0: was it. Yeah. Ben, ben said... I don't really
4: think I've spoken to most of them anymore.
0: No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, <Unfortunately. laughs> not just because it all went, went bad.
4: Not because of that. No, no. no. <laughs> but,
3: um,
4: <laughs> yeah, it was good fun at the time. Just a shame that the performance didn't go as well as it could have done. Anyway, yeah, that, that one performance actually was key for me going forward. So, when I started out at uni, I joined the choral society. Something I can't remember mm-hmm. what they were called. Basically, the normal choir.
3: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what I was used to. That's what I've been done. Been doing for ten, twelve years now. And I just I got bored of it.
2: Yeah. Was this this was at Sheffield, right? This is
4: at Sheffield. Yeah, my first year of uni. So I did it for maybe four or five months and then dropped out. Yeah. And I thought wow. that was probably it for singing. Yeah. Until. The next September, the start of my second year, when I was walking around the activities fair, looking for societies. I wasn't particularly going with anything in mind. And I came across this stand with a lovely guy sat behind it, or it seemed lovely at the time. I walked up to him and I could see music in front of him. Fine. Great music. And it was an arrangement of Skyfall.
3: <gasps> no way! Oh
2: was goodness. it for a male quartet with piano? And you were like, ah, triggered! <laughs>
4: exactly. That's like, I looked at it and went... I've done an arrangement of Skyfall. I love this song. I love being able to sing this. Um, how does yours sound? Can I can I hear it? Can I see what it sounds like? And he did. He gave me a link because it was um, it was Steelworks, the group I eventually joined, and they'd got a recording of it. So I went away and listened to it. And I was like, "This is I love this. This is the first proper time I listened to a cappella." It sounds mad that it was that soon.
1: Yeah.
4: Well, that. Recently, in the past, but I was like this is this is brilliant fun.
1: That's
2: such a cute origin yeah, story. Yeah, because you must not have like seen Pitch. Did you watch Pitch Perfect or anything? I no, didn't watch you just... Pitch
4: Perfect until about a year, two years ago. Wow, <laughs> that's,
2: <laughs> yeah. wild. Oh, that's so wild to me. Just because I just assume anyone who's ever been involved in a cappella, like the first thing you do is go home and watch Pitch Perfect, and you're like, mm. oh my god. But that's no, so it's, cool. it's a
0: big thing because I feel like people, people signing up to a cappella, particularly at uni, must have been. Big then when that when those films were coming out and then I definitely noticed like when my last year of uni was when Pitch Perfect wasn't a thing that people were thinking about and people signing up definitely got less then so it is really interesting yeah. that you didn't go yeah. there with with the with the kind of like idea of what you think it might be or like the singing and the dancing and the competitions and all that kind of stuff exactly like, what a lovely it was purely little, because it was yeah,
4: because I saw an arrangement of Skyfall.
0: So if they hadn't have done Skyfall, wow. you might have just like sauntered on past and then never. I'd sang have walked alien. straight past
4: it. That's it. Yeah.
0: That's, so, That's so crazy.
2: It's it's nice and serendipitous though. I feel like a lot of people's stories with getting into a cappella so far on the podcast have been quite serendipitous. Like that. Mm. I wonder, like I must maybe there's some kind of link it was like you george with your yeah you, no you it's just... so
0: funny you said ben talking like i did pretty much the same thing where like in first year, i didn't really like first year and i wasn't having a very nice time so i joined the chorus at leeds which was like the unauditioned just come along and sing a song um which yeah. is still run by students it was really really good but like that was it wasn't for me because i I, it's, I knew i could sing like i knew i knew i wanted to perform as well as doing it i didn't just want to like go and yeah. sing for a couple of hours and not really know the people that you're singing with I want to do something a bit more like mm. I don't know in, in I don't think intimate's the word but I think you, when you sing with that big a group of people you sort of get lost in the crowd maybe a bit and like I think you yeah. lose that community aspect the more people there are I don't I don't know Yeah like so, well, sometimes if, it's nice to be like know you're part of a big a big thing but then it's also like yeah. if I wasn't here that wouldn't make any difference. Sometimes that thought can come into your head, but I, I'm not sure. But isn't it? And the other thing
2: with chorus is that it's so, <clears throat> so often people turn up one week and then not the next. So it's yeah, like no, rotating Yeah, no, actually with, that,
0: that is what it is. You haven't got the people. same kind of commitment that you get. And I feel like with a cappella groups or like smaller singing groups, you get it's the commitment it's people are passionate about it and people want to be there and then you feel almost validated in your passion to be like okay like I can be interested in this because everyone else around me is interested in it as well so did everyone love Skyfall as much as you did did you make them sing it when you joined you said please everyone this has to be the first thing we do
4: no I think it well I was a very very shy person I still am for the most part so I would never have spoken up and said that (laughs) um but yeah I think it was I don't think we ever talked about it since then. I might have spoken about pe- spoken about it to people that that's how I got into it and that's how I found the group, but no. Oh,
0: so I did the song and then moved on. And then, so. No, but you moved on to bigger and better
4: things.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Can I, can I also just take a second for Charlie? We've been speaking about the start of this episode <laughs> about it being light outside, but Charlie's square on Zoom has now gone entirely black. We yeah. can't see her face.
1: <laughs> and Would I you got- like to... <laughs> Before we started I thought I could go turn the light on but I was like it's light outside so maybe it'll be fine but This now- is so
2: funny because it's just like a disembodied voice coming from a square that turns green whenever you speak It feels like
1: we're on the phone like in the olden times we talk to people on the I phone. can I can turn the light on I just don't want to disrupt you guys No, no, no go I think for it to take to a couple to of now.
0: minutes you should turn the light on.
1: Okay one sec And then we'll, I'll we'll see you, see you in a second
0: What can we
2: see what's the first thing everyone sees
4: We're waiting. It's like when you burst out of the tunnel and into the light. Hey! There we go. I
0: saw a
2: teddy bear on I the bed. I saw a teddy bear. I yep. saw uh, nice. Dave the aloe vera plant, which one day he'll
0: yeah. get. <laughs> yeah, That's expensive. untrue because
1: Dave the aloe vera plant is behind me. Exactly. I mean, I'm
0: not, not a horticulturalist. I saw <laughs> <laughs> There's something green in the background.
1: I, I have, I've gotten more plants recently, which isn't a good thing. You're, you're saying um, that
0: like it's something you don't want to admit to.
1: I know, it's, there's one who's nameless. Oh, he was going to be called Gerald, but I don't think it suits him. Um, so if please. any
2: listeners have any advice for Charlie's future names for her <laughs> plants, please get in touch. Send us a message on Instagram at 1001 openmik uh, Thanks for your Sorry. time.
1: Sorry. I, I completely sidetracked this conversation. Oh, no,
2: into no, no. I'm on the
0: edge of my seat because we, we haven't even made it into Steelworks yet. Now we're, we're no, out, exactly. We're yeah. at the doorway that leads to Steelworks and Ben is just about to open. So what happens when we get to the other side, Ben?
4: Yeah, so I went in um, to the session to give it a go. That's what they called it. And I tried it out and I loved it. And I thought, right, well, I'll, I'll go back. It wasn't Steelworks at the time. This was in a phase where... The group, as an entity, was sort of transforming. We were still Sheffield Acapella and Beatbox Society, and that was it.
1: And was that an auditioned group at the time? Or? Yeah,
4: so we had um, the non audition group, which is what we all tried out for. That was it. And then a small choir was what they were called. That which really was auditioned don't
0: a good ring to it either I don't think no exactly that. here they are that's what became still uh, please welcome small to the stage small choir small choir, <laughs> small choir. Yeah. Um,
4: so I went in and I thought about auditioning for small choir and in the end I just thought mm, maybe I maybe I've jumped into this too fast maybe it's not for me maybe I'll bow out in the end I just I went for it and I did audition and I did get in yeah and yeah I was part of small choir <laughs> Hey. as was at the time
0: ben and the small choir <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's got quite
2: a room to it <laughs> I really I really want a group next year now or maybe we should set this up and we'll enter the ICCA competition just calling ourselves small there can be two there can be small choir and big choir There's, and then the no, next year we see, can have like, medium-sized choir I mean of that's things. exactly what Sheffield's
4: scene <laughs> yeah. was in my first year <laughs> in it Small choir and big choir. That's <laughs> big
0: what fish, we were called. Big cardboard box, you know. That's yeah, what, yeah that's amazing. Um, but the other thing we need to talk about, so Steelworks became Steelworks. So whilst you were there, were you part of the team that made Steelworks reappear? Yes. Yeah, so
4: I was there from my second year. And mm-hmm. by the next summer, for the next intake, when we decided to become part of the proper UK scene and start competing in ICCA, um, we needed to name ourselves something a bit more exciting than small choir.
1: <laughs> and we became Steelworks and I think ready. it's such well, a officially nice name as well anyway. what um, if there's anything you can pinpoint or maybe a few different things you can pinpoint mm. prompted that change and prompted your I guess your want to get more involved in the national scene
4: um, I'm not it was a change of MD musical director mm-hmm. the guy that had set it up set up the society had done it as a I want to sing with my friends and have some fun And he was running it for, I think, four years. Three or four years, I can't remember total. And my first year was his last year in in charge. And throughout that time, they went on seeing the Sky Show as Steelworks, and that's where the name came from. Um, But that was it, that was the only real proper out of Sheffield performance we ever did. The change came.
0: No that was the year before I joined. Sorry. Unfortunately. Yes.
4: And it released the episode released in the October. Mm -hmm. I think just as I'd become part of the group. So it's a case of uh, putting my mind at rest. I was still questioning have I do I really want to do this? Is my heart in it? And then I saw this show on TV with my new group or the majority of the people that are in it performing, doing this live, all dressed up in their silver sparkly stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm like,
4: yeah. Yeah, I'm on the right track. I want to carry on I'm this. I'm
0: going to be a star. <laughs> we should also
2: sidestep to talk just a bit about what Sing is for, or Sing was for people who haven't seen it. Because it's Sing... Is it Sing Ultimate Acapella, is there? Sing Ultimate Acapella, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, um, it was on the BBC? Or was no, it was Sky. Was shows that, it was Sky, wasn't it? Yeah. There were two shows that came out quite a similar time that both had acapella groups on it. And Sing yeah. was the one that's just acapella. There that's, was another see, one which those, was like choirs. Those two, I
0: feel like those shows are definitely the pitch perfect wave. Like that's yeah. what they were riding. Yeah. I think there was like some kind of market sure. that needed that because I stuff like that doesn't happen no. now. No. No.
2: But yeah, tell us, if you can tell us anything more about like Sheffield's experience, if, you, if you've if you spoken to people who were in that year about what it was mm. like to be on the show.
4: All, they had a great time and I remember they learned a lot. It was, um they had a great guy helping them out, mentoring them through it. I can't remember his name. Um, but to be honest, the thing they got out of it was meeting the other groups
3: yeah
4: because having not been involved in anything like that before suddenly being exposed to what's seven or eight other groups performing with them on that episode and another twenty that were invited to the whole thing it exposed them to what else is going on in the country mm-hmm. like we can't miss out on this really anymore we've got to get involved in this in the future maybe that's where the ICCA thing came from the year after when we decided we want to be involved
0: yeah No, I think it's definitely a thing of seeking it out as well, isn't it? Like, I don't, people aren't knocking on your door to be like, oh, please, you do acapella, we want to showcase you. (laughs) Like, it is, you've got to go out there and, like, find the people that know the things that are are going on.
2: Yeah. It's like we spoke with Gemma last week about it, about the accessibility of that kind of, that acapella community, especially in the UK, because it's not, like you say, George, it's not something that, like, is expressed explicitly when you join acapella. Like, if you're a group that hasn't, seen the Facebook group then you just don't know that yeah. that, that whole thing exists yeah. and it's like all of a sudden when you unlock that you realize that there are so many people doing so many things to do with acapella and it happens still these days, like to this day I'll go mm-hmm. on to the acapella Facebook group and I'll be like oh my god there's just so much going on that I had no idea and it's people you know and you've met through the years but like if you're not you know engaged with it then you just don't know what's going on. Yeah. So you guys
1: yeah, are, are really a lot of people trajectory. as well who there are a lot of people there as well who want to help like mm. if there are any groups who want to get to the next level or someone trying to start their own group for the first time all stuff like that like the resources on there really are oh mm. like, you should go check them out dear listener not.
3: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah talk to talk us through what your experience of then going from because it must have been quite a sudden transition of you got into this group and then all of a sudden they were like aiming for national recognition or just, you know, being on the national scene. But then you went to ICCAs and you guys did well and it, it it's all kind of, it's been such a quick turnaround in those couple of years since. Yeah. Talk us through yeah. that.
4: Yeah, so my, my first year, the year that we didn't do ICCA, the last mm-hmm. year of the initial membership, uh, ownership management type guy, it was um, it was completely different. It was more like a social singing club with a show at the end. Yeah. Um, the following year, when it all changed, that was, it was brilliant because we had goals throughout the year as opposed to, right, we'll, we'll just sing for a bit and then show off what we've been doing in nine months' time. Mm. It meant that we became much more tight-knit as a group. Yeah, we were friends before, but when you spend so much time together working towards the same goal... Well, being in each other's lives twenty four seven at some points, <laughs> just trying to get just trying that get that nailed down to perform and show the rest of the country what you've done. Um, it takes it that step further that you really appreciate or you don't appreciate until you experience it, I suppose. No,
0: it's that, that, that is such an in, intense experience, and I guess it's so weird looking back on it and thinking at how quickly that can happen. Like if you apply yourself and say like, "Yes, we're going to do this thing," and if everyone's on board and everyone agrees, yeah, it's amazing how quickly you can achieve the things that you want to but you're so right mm. like it, I think you get close to people mm. even if, if you didn't think you were going to like it's not it's not a choice is it it just happens where you're like oh I've spent all exactly. my time with you yeah. <laughs> I cannot escape <laughs> mm.
1: so you were in that first group going to ICCAs am I mm. correct in thinking you were there as, like the year after as well
4: yeah so, so...
1: what were, what did you like find different going in your second year Do, is there anything like you kind of feel like you could have improved, you did improve in that interim period and,
4: mm. you know. So definitely the first first go at ICCA, which is the time I met you three for the first time. Woo! Um, was <laughs> at that show, I think?
0: I think. I think maybe think, it was
4: the snack oh, before, I can't remember. One of
0: them, yeah.
4: Uh, either way <laughs> the
2: snack before makes it sound like we all just like collected oh, yeah. in a room we went out.
4: and like bought our boxes of Lunchables
2: of and just like <laughs> <laughs> Next <Snack> time
3: <laughs>
2: and what you mean by that of course is the showcased okay, Northern more. Acapella host it leads.
3: yeah <laughs> um,
4: but yeah that was the first time it was brilliant because before then nobody really in Steelworks had been exposed to any of the other groups apart from at Sky and that was what two years in the past and most of the group had moved on by then Um, So we'd all then got to see what other groups could do. We were watching the Bristol Suspensions. uh, We were watching the Songsmiths. We were watching Academy put up these great shows. And we could only be inspired to try and achieve what they've done. We had no idea going into it what we were looking for, what they really wanted, what we were expected to do. And it was, we were fine. Um, Uh, No. I I think we were good. Yes. But we weren't. You were
2: very good. Very okay. good. Well,
4: thank you. But we, we were very good, Dan. Um, <laughs> no. On further
2: reflection. <laughs> On further reflection,
4: once you've told me we were very good, we were very good. <laughs> no, it, it was good, but we knew that we weren't at the level of some of the other groups. And just that experience and learning from everyone else and watching what everyone else is doing
3: mm-hmm.
4: told us and inspired us to do the stuff that we did the following year. Now, the following year, when it came round, was another change of leadership, a new MD. And it was one of the girls that had been in the ICCA the year before, Mm -hmm. which is brilliant because that meant we all had the same goal. We'd all spent a year, for the most part, being together, singing together and being close. Mm -hmm. So we already had this tight-knit group with only a few other people that had to come in. And those people that did come in were amazing um, fit in perfectly, and it gave us the extra boost to push on, kick on and do what we did in the ICCA the following year, in 2020.
1: Yeah, because you guys did really well that year, didn't we you? We did really
4: well. We won our, well, the UK semi-final, the quarter-final overall, so yeah. nice. we, um,
2: Good.
4: it was the best experience. It's almost exactly a year ago now, and I was reminiscing the other day, oh. Um <laughs> on that day so many good memories one of the mm. best days of my life actually oh that's so just nice. as a whole
2: <laughs> we should have we should like retroactively get that soundbite and insert it into like Gemma's last week where she's talking about how wholesome <laughs> it is to like organize the whole thing and see people have such a good time yeah. it's like I, yeah it's just you know it's like it's a testament to how hard you guys worked as well to lead up mm. to that competition but like to get that outcome of like winning a quarterfinal is such a, is such a, like tangible reward for all that hard work. It's so nice to like you know have that yeah. kind of position there. I
4: I still maintain the the moment stood on stage when the the results were announced, being surrounded by seventeen of my closest friends, all feeling the same thing or being so happy is probably the single greatest hit of happiness I've ever had.
0: <laughs> oh. Cry, that's so, that's... So, so. <laughs> it's so true it is so true and without, without us being
4: cliched and saying oh, that's what a is about yeah but it it does actually summarize exactly why we do it, just mm-hmm. the joy that we get from being around each other and hitting that goal and singing together and knowing it's all come together at one single moment mm. yeah it's unrivaled and
2: there's, there's such a there's such an overwhelming difference as well there's two types of groups or two types of groups or two types of like general approaches that groups of people have the end to the competition and there's the one where it's like you're in it to win it anything but first place is like a bit of a disappointment slash like you just won't be you know you won't feel ecstatic if you came like second or third and then there's the other type which is exactly that where it's like you would be happy just being there even if you didn't place Mm -hmm. but then when you get announced it's like that serotonin just flooding yeah. flooding through your body like the pure joy in that moment of like we did something good and somebody appreciated it and it's just it's so nice I think you get so much more out of it and you feel so much more a part of the like the community aspect of the whole situation For when sure. you go at it with the, the less expectation and the like you know you're just happy to be there but if you get something from it then you know I guess that applies to everything in life as well. Yeah, well, no, have it's no the,
0: yeah, it's the nature of, like, if I'm always working towards what's happening next, you're never going to enjoy the thing that you're doing now. So just having that yeah. feeling like, right, let's just do, do what we're going to do and sit where we are and, and have a good time whilst we're here. And then when you, then when, like, the Steelworks did in 2020 and they got to the final, like, you get that extra bit and then that's just, like, another, it's like an um, epilogue, isn't it, rather than the next chapter. So it's just like it. It. Yeah. A, yeah. An, another thing to add to the,
1: add to the book.
0: Them. It was
4: our reward well, for all the hard work. Exactly, it was to that's, go to London that's your, your
1: party. Mm. While you are at uni, um, I hear that you were doing some other acapella on the side. Um, so do you want to talk about that barbershop?
4: <laughs> this is low-key. Yes. Yeah,
2: low key, and yeah. by and by, Charlie makes it sound like she heard this on the grapevine as some kind of like secret <laughs> that we didn't know about. We have seen Loki perform I'm high in person. Key about <laughs> <low> key,
0: like... <laughs> we, we are all
2: obsessed, so this question was always going to come up at some point.
4: Yeah, it's um, again, it's a strange story from where it came from. It was in my first year, and we were coming to the end of the showcase of preparing for the showcase that was going to be in what middle of may as and in it got your first year of steel of, of, my, fir- my first um, year acapella. of cappella at uni yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, okay the one before we did any icca mm-hmm. and it was all just for fun and we realized oh we've been doing it a bit too much for fun we haven't got enough material to put in the show
1: <laughs>
4: um that was sort of a rumbling on in the background and so one of the guys said a message to four of us or made a group with four of us and just said look, we haven't got a lot of material this year. Do we want to have some fun and do some barbershop and see what happens? Now, this was, what, the middle of March, so about two months before the show. And we said, sure, why not? What's the worst that could happen? Just throw ourselves into it. Mm. And we did it, and it was brilliant, brilliant fun. And from there, it took off the next year. Um, and we did it properly with regular rehearsals. And it's it's been a thing since then.
2: I'm just so obsessed with the fact that like in your final year of sixth form you had this pinnacle performance (laughs) where it's like you've been rehearsing for so long and you'd really you know everything had been going so well you thought you know you're like nothing can go wrong on the day shambles and then what two two three years later almost you're there and you're like you know what we don't need to rehearse let's just do this (laughs) have some fun with it and (laughs) then it's the best performance ever (laughs)
4: yeah it's it was insane. Um, <laughs> so I remember, because we did, we picked out two songs and we thought, can we do these? They're a little bit edgy, a little bit. Mm, yeah, dodgy. Not sure. Risqué might be the Risque, word. yeah. <laughs> so we did the songs It Wasn't Me um, by Shaggy and Ignition, R. Kelly. I love it.
2: Two obviously very classic yeah, yeah. classic uh, yeah. songbook repertoire Completely for a barbershop quartet. Completely inspired by uh, Skyfall, I reckon. Yes. I think
0: exactly. they were up to be the James Bond song, but then they said, "Well, oh, no, I think we're going to yeah. go with I them. heard the same. Yeah. <laughs>
4: um, but yeah, so we'd, we'd formed this group sort of in secret. Well, not in secret, but we hadn't told anyone. We'd told people that we were doing extra rehearsals. We had something, in the, uh, something coming up and then we broke up for Easter and went home. And when we came back with, what, three weeks before the show... And the MD said, "Right, now we need to crack on and learn a load of new things because we don't have enough content for the show." And Sam, the guy that set up Loki, piped up and said, "Right, well, at this point, it's probably a good time to say we've set up a barbershop group. Um, some of you know this is on, on, the, on the cards. Do you want to hear it?"
1: <laughs> I, lo- I love the way you said that just then.
4: Yeah, it, that's that's almost exactly as it happened. And we got up <laughs> at the end of that rehearsal and sang and showed them what we got. It was, well, unrefined, to say the least. Uh, we'd been doing it for what, two weeks and then had three weeks off and most of us had forgotten and it was three hours into rehearsal and we were oh, all gosh. dead Delirious. voices. Yeah, um, And just looking around the room at all of my friends in stitches, just laughing because wow. that was just being, we, well, we do it to have fun. We were doing it for fun, and to see the joy that they got from watching us having fun and singing it, it was a trigger for, right, well, we'll perform this because everyone loves it, and we'll carry on because we love it.
2: Yeah. Mm. Love. And every and time it since it that you've performed all it, rapturous applause you, and yeah. so yeah. much laughter. It yeah. is just... The oh, thing though, the
0: thing so I funny. love, so you should, I mean, can can any can listener go and watch some low key stuff? Are there some videos anywhere? I, d- I don't know if there are. are you, there on? might
4: be some videos somewhere. I
0: think if you search low key or like Sheffield or something, like something must yeah. be Because yeah. the thing is, what I love. There's definitely
4: a couple of videos from our showcase that year yeah. and the following showcase. No, it's, uh, it's, Where we do feature.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's amazing because it's quality and performance. Like we've spoken mm-hmm. before about how, mm. like, maybe some groups have to pick between like whether I'm going to make the audience love me or I'm going to commit myself completely to making this like musically perfect but low-key 100% do both like it's so entertaining and so good which is just you're you're towing the line between two greats like I, it's it's really, really impressive mm. um, I love it so is low-key yeah. now you four or low-key still at Sheffield's and you've had to leave it behind
4: yeah so there was a new um was one change going into my final year uh, because one guy left uni mm-hmm. the guy set it up he left uni <gasps> and moved oh to gosh.
2: japan oh. oh my gosh wow big
4: yeah so obviously he couldn't yeah. carry on and another guy came in and it was exceptional it was still brilliant loved it mm-hmm. and we featured in the middle of our icca set that yes. year <laughs>
3: um
4: that was great fun
3: <laughs>
4: then this year myself and the tenor have both finished uni and we've left as well and there's two new guys to replace us.
0: Oh. So, the,
1: no, but the, the dream lives on. It's still there. The dream
4: lives on. Loki oh. still exists.
0: That's
1: so um, but do you want to set up your own barbershop at some point in the, in the future?
4: I would love to. Either set one up or join one. Um, who mm-hmm. knows? But it's some of the most fun I've had singing. Um, I can't see why I wouldn't Follow that up
1: going forward. That's that's something that I really love. Like everyone, some people are in other groups outside of One Thousand One, and others. Um, I guess like actually, like everyone on this podcast today are not. But it's just so nice to think that we all have the want to still be involved in some kind of mm. you know singing group once you know pandemic ends and all this stuff. La la la. Um, just to get involved because because it is so much fun and like if like you said you know about that moment of happiness on stage like last year
3: yeah
1: like I don't know it just shows really like how singing can really bring people together Mm. and like I think if you've not experienced I can't imagine what life would be like if you know uh, any of us hadn't joined acapella like you know it's one of those things what would you be doing and I guess you can ask this about so many things in life but like what would you be doing those three years if you weren't doing a cappella? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Exactly. Crazy, crazy.
2: I'd be a professional street dancer by now. Yeah,
1: I'd be, <laughs> that's what I'd be. I would be. What would I be?
0: I was gonna say a firefighter, but I wouldn't be that. <laughs> be cool,
3: you would join firefighting society I'd have, at I'd uni. I'd have
0: one less degree, a hundred percent. Like I wouldn't have gone to uni for another <laughs> year. <laughs> good or bad i don't know but no that is isn't it lovely that like that's that that thing that you started just from like just gonna have a nice time just because we need to get these extra Mm. songs out for people to be able to fill up this Mm. one evening of music and now it's carried on into something great
3: exactly what
1: are your what are your thoughts like um because barbershop or the or or low-key as i know it at least because you know over the last year it might might have changed i don't know um but what are your thoughts on that compared to you know singing in a slightly larger group like maybe around 20 um, like a mixed group
4: it's i don't want to say it's completely different they are obviously related because it's still a cappella singing you're still listening intensely to everyone else but it's sort of the essence of what a cappella is it's really concentrated down when you get to barbershop mm-hmm. because it's all about well, the music anyway is all about the close harmony And the way in which the sound that's produced from four male voices, usually four male voices um, singing together and the resonances that are set up between them. Now, that's not the same feeling that you get by doing a larger group. It's not not necessarily worse or not necessarily better, but it's a completely different feeling to perform.
0: Do you think... Just in a different style. Do you feel more... I don't want to say constricted but like are there more rules with barbershop in order to get that like signature barbershop sound do you have to huh. abide by
4: Yeah without getting entirely technical on how the, the the notes themselves work when you do normal singing um you sing in oh, what's it called equal temperament I think it's called uh so the octave is split into 12 notes 12 semitones and they're the 12 notes that appear on a piano when we do barbershop we do we sing in it's called just intonation uh so it's very very slightly different in that there's not the discrete set of 12 notes we often sing in quarter tones Mm -hmm. so the most famous barbershop chord is the harmonic seventh Um, it's known (laughs) as the barbershop seventh so a normal seventh chord has uh the triad on the fifth, and is it the minor seventh on top? I think. Mm -hmm. And in Barbershop, that minor seventh is brought down by a quarter tone that's slightly lower in pitch. Now that makes the frequencies in in an exact ratio, basically, um, which sets up all the resonances that make it so recognisable.
2: Wow. Yeah. So how do you go about doing that when you're... So you're in rehearsal... You've got four Mm -hmm. people who have never, or not never done barbershop before, but maybe like one who is is teaching, and the other three aren't so experienced. How do you go about being like, here's the seventh chord, and then tenor one, I want you to sing a quarter tone down from that? Like, how how do you go about getting
4: that? Well, it's exactly that, because in reality, none of, or very few of the frequencies that we actually sing Match perfectly to the normal frequencies. <laughs> yeah, in, I was
2: about to be like, on a piano. does everyone have perfect pitch?
4: <laughs> yeah. So it's it's absolute nightmare to try and if you've ever tried to transcribe a barbershop piece, yeah, you can sit horrible. there tearing your hair out for ages, not knowing what note they're singing. You can hear yeah. the note, but it doesn't tie up to any other note you can play on a piano. Um, it's the same for chords, and it it can become a nightmare. But when it works, it's so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> what ha- what tends to happen, and we did find this, admittedly, in our first year as low-key, is we just didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> but as we, became, as we became much, much closer and we'd sung so much more together and we'd learned how to listen to each other and learned to get those pitches bang on, you don't necessarily need a piece of sheet music to learn from. Mm. We can just see where the notes go. I don't want to say we know what notes are sing next your intuition from doing it so much, you can hit that note of mysterious frequency and mysterious name (laughs) that doesn't fit up to what fit into what we're normally used to. And you can just sing it.
1: There's a joy in that kind of accessibility, isn't there? Because presumably then you're required, you're you you need to make sure those four people who are involved or the three other people Mm. are like their ear, their musical ear, is really, really well tuned. So that as you say I guess, having that intuitive, like, feeling as to where you go next can, um... Can, like... you,
0: can you teach that? Would, would someone be able to learn that? Like, is that something you could be like, oh, I can't really tell where to, where I go in the music? Is that something you'd, like, learn over time? or is that? You like definitely a... can. Okay. You
4: definitely... It's... While I think I generally have quite a good musical ear, uh, when I started doing Barbershop, and all four of us, when we started it, we were useless as I say, because we didn't necessarily know how to listen to one another. And as the year progressed and we'd all learnt effectively how each other sounded and we'd learnt how to pitch with one another. So should you take one or two of us out of that group and plonk us in another barbershop group, it would take time then to learn mm. how to sing with us, those other people. Yeah. Um, we, talk, we talk about a cappella.
2: Because they're almost there's almost like a scale of I don't I don't wanna say intimacy, but it is the mm. kind of right word to use because like George said with the big big groups, like an unauditioned big group where people change week in, week out, there's there's never gonna be that sense of kind of like knowledge of each other's singing types because because it's so constantly changing. And then you get smaller choirs, chamber choirs or a cappella, especially because it's just voices, there's so yeah. much more focus on really getting that sound together and having an individual sound for each year that the group exists with the certain people in it and then I feel like another step forward into that like realm of almost intimacy is is the barbershop quartet making it sound really homoerotic now but it's like it's uh, it's such an intimate form of singing because you like you say you have to really know
0: what everybody else is doing at every step of the game that sounds so frightening like not, in, I, I, it sounds wonderful, but to me, just hearing you talk about like the technical aspects of it and like the l- listening to people and hearing people, it makes sense to me. But I just don't know where I would start with that because I feel like mm. when I sing with people, there is a a constant layer of hope, just kind of like hoping what you're doing <laughs> is right. Like being like, okay, I'll just go for it, and then if it's wrong, whatever, and you can yeah. sort but of blend I, yourself in.
1: We've been seeing together for the last three years, I think, not four. Four years. Two, four, four years? Four years. Okay, four years. And um, honestly, I have no idea. Like, I really truly have no idea. Um, <laughs> but, like, if you just think about your ear, like, I know you would say you're not the most musical person I say right it all the time. It's
0: really annoying. I,
1: I've noticed <laughs> me saying it now. I'm like, how annoying. Just shut up. No, well, <laughs> it's, it's like we were talking about ear. Like, even if you are not 100% sure on what you're doing, you will sing something that fits in anyway. Yeah. And that, I think, to a degree, with a cappella, okay, different with barbershop, but as you say, with the intimacy, like, if you've got only four people and you're not seeing the right thing and you end up being on someone else's line, then there's the potential for there to feel like maybe a bit of a hole um, if you're not filling out those chords. But in a slightly larger group, so long as you've got a decent ear, and you can fit in with the rest of the court that everyone else is doing. absolutely fine. Yeah,
0: that's mm. to be honest. That's what I like about it. I like I, I like <laughs> I like getting past that thing where you're scared of whether you're getting it right, and then you move yeah. on and you're like, okay, like I am assured that like even if it's not quite right, I can keep going and I'll get myself to the end. But like I'll enjoy myself whilst I'm there. So I think mm. I'm. I really admire you, Ben, for that kind of. Vulnerability that must come from being a barbershop quartet because it is so mm. so much on you and your part in, mm. and also like highlighting everyone else as well like it, it's it's mm. faith isn't it that you've got to have it with all those yeah. other people. I should. Do you? Oh,
2: sorry. No, you go. No,
4: because I, I should really caveat all of this by saying I we do not claim at all to be the best barbershop group but, but in why, the country or in to? the world. <laughs> no, exactly. We um. Admittedly, there are some incredible groups out there, uh, which I think is why we. Tended to focus on entertainment more than vocal quality because we even if even in an ideal world we wouldn't be spending more than a year or two years as the same group so we don't have the time to to get as good as a group as we could be so we did we focused on entertainment and admittedly myself being a bass and very much a bass <laughs> means I still get all the easy notes
1: well how do you find like Like, I guess not quite the ownership, but like the base in a larger group versus in barbershop. Because often that like, as Rob has spoken about before with ICCAs and stuff, you will be the only person on your line. And in a lot of like groups Mm. at the size of around 20, you might only have one base if you're using mics. So how do you, how do you find that? And I guess not quite handling that because that sounds maybe a bit more serious than it is but being that kind of grounder for those different size groups
4: um, group. it's it's different in barbershop because you are each your own in barbershop every single part is as important as the other mm. uh in within the cord i mean so if one dropped out it would not be barbershop anymore it would, that chord would not work. It wouldn't sound anywhere really. near correct. Yes. <laughs> you would get some weird clashes and some weird resonances that you're not expecting. It doesn't work. So every single part has to be there. So for that, I don't feel like I'm the root of it, as it were.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: In a cappella group, yes, you do feel that more. Uh, being... Well, in Steelworks, let's put it this way, I was one of four basses.
0: Really? Uh, for the
4: last couple of years yeah
0: that's very although
4: lovely. I was yeah although I was the lowest of them um there were four of us
0: that was a very low um just to prove it like uh, yeah yes. <laughs> i, I I'm the lowest base or... <laughs> so I,
4: I do understand the point of grounding the group mm-hmm. being the one that is sort of at the bottom and not necessarily holding up the bases but as a group we hold up the rest of the group we do support everyone um it's fine it's I thrive off that i don't want to say responsibility, but it's it's a great thing to to have and work with. It's what I enjoy. I know bass lines aren't necessarily the most interesting, not always um unless you get something like a Billy Jean type baseline where it yeah. is funky and it's all everyone knows that line um or back so yeah, no, the chain yeah like that's the, brilliant the focal point, but,
0: isn't it? that's it's live. Um, it's the, the
4: formula one theme dun, as well I like you how we
0: all, all did that at different, different like times <laughs> three,
2: yeah different times three different octaves you, we, you should listen to Ben's more closely because <laughs> his will be the lowest, the purest the most true
4: <laughs> but yeah even so just not necessarily just holding the root of the chord note just holding a semi-breve all the way through uh, mm. while it's not the most interesting on paper you can hear the benefit of that note being present in everybody else's singing. so it does mean you actually spe- spend more time focusing on listening to everyone else than you might otherwise do, mm. which is always a nice thing. I think that's, that's one of the
2: the, the, the joys of, of having a bass part in any song is like the ability the necessity that then leads to the ability to just kind of sing your part, have confidence that you're going to do it right, and then be able to almost like enjoy the rest of the song as a whole. Because when you're, like, stuck in the middle, you have a concept of what you're singing. You have a concept of what's going on around you, but you can't just listen to what's... You can't listen Mm -hmm. to the whole thing as a song because you're usually having lyrics or, like, a bit of a rhythmic part. But as you say, like, when you're a bass, sometimes you can just kind of almost step back and listen to what's going on around you. And it's like, I'm the only one who's really, like, watching what's going on.
1: (laughs) I love this. (laughs) And when it comes to, like, tricks, because... Ba- bases have the opportunity to do tricks in ways that do a flip. <laughs> but like, what? How? I guess over the past couple of years, how have you been able to develop those different, you know, tricks and it's, and like thing, yeah, you, things that people wouldn't us usually expect, that. other than from a beatboxer, maybe?
4: Yeah, I can run you through a few in a second. Um. <laughs> I remember the first time I realised I had to use a trick was, uh, when was it? It was my second year, and at the end of that year, we were doing a male version, or an all-boys version, of the Panic! at the Disco medley by voice play.
2: Oh, interesting.
4: And in that, uh, the bass in it, Jeff Castellucci, hits uh, an E1, which is exactly an octave below the bottom of the normal bass range now that's effectively outside the range of most people most humans (laughs) yeah uh in most voice in your normal voice so you have to learn a trick um and for me at the time i tried to learn subharmonics, and that's where it came from so i started to learn that one i've started to learn growls i've started to learn something called ingressive phonation or inward bass
1: um, inward like, base
4: they're so the, and they, the names overall,
2: themselves are so technical and it's exactly. like when you actually do them it's just like
4: uh,
3: <laughs> it's just a, a grumble
4: yeah but over time I've, i'm learning them all i'm by no means good at any of them yet
0: no i just um, I, I love the idea of um having to commit to the role of being a base like i think and, yeah and, and like talking to you as well like talking about how you've gone from like not, not, not thinking you are gonna sing anymore to like being in a group. It's how you've like picked up these little things to be like, okay, this is my part in the group and this is how I can make my yeah. part the best it could be. It's how I'm, I'm gonna make my part sing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is just so cool.
2: Can you can you run us through what each of those- I was gonna say, do you wanna hear some? Yeah, yes,
0: please. please. Yeah. And
2: tell us right. like how you do them as well. Like what the, the technique behind
4: it is. And then we'll try
0: the... and replicate.
4: Okay, yeah, yes. so I'll start off. the The one that most people can probably do reasonably easily is called vocal fry now this is you, you'll probably have experienced it either first thing in the morning getting up when your voice is a bit grumbly or late at night when your voice is tired or after you've been singing you can probably start to hear it in my voice now um it's most notably like a creaky door you if you were to just go like that yeah that's exactly it that's vocal fry
2: which we also do as a warm-up sometimes. It is a very yeah. good thing to, to get your voice going before a, a hefty singing session.
4: <laughs> Heft. So Yeah, so just be able to Heft. tune that and refine that <laughs> to make a proper note. Um, I don't tend to do it in music because it's not technically singing. Hmm. Uh, there's very little air actually coming out. It's purely using the vocal cords and smashing them into one another slowly. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Which yeah.
2: doesn't sound very healthy in the no.
4: long time. no. <laughs> Exactly it's yeah it's not great and it's not real singing. Um so it sounds a bit like it's not the most refined it's a bit rubbish. I don't use it cuz it doesn't sound great. But what it does help to do is the next one which is subharmonics. This is the most probably the most famous bass technique and alright uh, there's a guy called David Larson. If you ever want to learn it he's one of the best at doing it. And the way it happens is you sing the octave above the note you want to do and then relax everything inside you and relax the vocal cords and it slips down into an octave. What? There's
1: Rob's face, I cannot. Yeah, oh there's a
4: God. very, very clear switch and it sounds oh. very odd. Go on. Uh, the the first time I ever did it, I remember just sitting and laughing for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Oof put me on the spot here. Sorry,
0: sorry. We'll just talk, talk ourselves, yourselves, everyone. Do some everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so for
4: example, it. so I'm going to start the octave below and then try and drop down an octave. Okay. So from oh a, from a B, for example.
0: Yes. Can you hear it come out? Yeah. It yeah, just yeah. suddenly
4: pops out underneath. I'll try so and do it a bit you, slower. Right, okay, do
3: it again. E- it's really
2: odd because you can hear you singing the note, the octave yeah. above. But it just suddenly, like you say, all of a sudden, you're just aware that there is also another frequency
4: happening. Yeah. Mm. So weird. when you get really good at it, you can then eliminate that top note, wow. so that it love... leaves only the bottom. That's um, so
0: weird. So, like, could you do that if you're like dancing around and doing something on stage, or like, do you really have to concentrate?
4: Yes, but not well.
0: I'm <laughs> yeah, by much no going means on. good enough to no. do
4: that.
2: <laughs> um, oh, that's great. Go on, George. You should give it a go. As, I our, don't as our risk and what am I relaxing so you're, you're going,
3: oh. It's it's
4: very very weird and hard to explain. And it took me probably about a year. Right, to guys. Get oh. I don't a have
1: the
2: there, Right. <laughs> why not try? Sing us a note and just relax
3: everything. Just like
4: you almost have to, So you have to, You almost Rob have to bring your tongue chair. towards the back of your mouth okay. and lower it to make a darker sound it's very easy if it's a it back.
0: so
4: you have to pick a note the easiest way to do it because you have a Wait, small range so you pick a note that's about half an octave to an octave above the bottom of your register
2: <laughs> so your bottom is an e to... george i think isn't it so no it's you... no it's about a
1: c, c. about
2: a c so you probably
4: start on about a, 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 B. a g or an a. a
2: g or an a okay i'll give you an a
0: there's uh, an a uh, yeah and then how do you do it uh, and then you relax uh,
4: you have to relax and sort of bring your tongue you to the back it. of your mouth.
0: No, that's me trying to make it go. So what do, I, what do I do with my tongue, Ben?
4: You sort of lower it and flatten it and open up the sound. You're opening up your throat.
0: Ah. Uh, no, that was me trying to... Get- <laughs> <laughs> you do uh, scale down. Wow, uh, <laughs> uh, <what>? I'm doing... <laughs>
4: The the way to do it, the way you learn it, is from taking vocal fry, which is what we started out with a minute ago, and refining that vocal fry. So that's
0: where it's here and.
4: It's a very similar feeling. so that was vocal fry.
2: Yeah, that was you just going ah, and then Uh, stopping singing uh, like ah. What
0: what, what I can't compute in my head is that you're not deciding to sing lower; like it's just happening. Mm. I think it's that Mm -hmm. mental. Yeah. I want to sing it pops so out, out underneath. Yeah, that, that, you can tell
4: yourself to make it pop out at any given time if you can control it. Because if you go too far, then that's fry.
0: Mm. Don't
1: you know what I was expecting then when you said too far.
4: <laughs> and if you take it too far,
2: you relax so much that your vocal, your vocal box just pops it out. Just your pops mouth.
0: out completely. Yeah. <laughs> Can't speak. No, I think it's, it's, it's really interesting to have the awareness of the muscle aspect of it because I think sometimes when I sing, I forget the fact that it's all—it's all like. It's like yeah. when you're working out in the gym, it's not. Like, but, I think but
1: you like, are an instrument. But yeah, yeah, it's the mechanics and of it. And it's learning how to control the instrument. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. It's
2: so, it's, so it's absolutely crazy. What's the last one? You said there was another one, right? Oh, there's
4: two more, yeah. Oh. Two more.
2: Ah, oh, that's such a treat.
4: So the next one is growl. It's most similar to... Um, <laughs> it's most similar to a throat bass in beatboxing.
0: Oh, I know what that is. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah, it's not exactly the same, but broadly similar. Uh, okay. The the best guy at it is Tim Faust in Home Free. Mm-hmm. Um, now for this, you have to think about clearing your throat. So if you go <clears throat> <clears throat> when you do it, like a really deep <clears throat> grovelly, <clears throat> <clears throat>
3: throat>
4: throat> you can hear sort of the vibration in your throat before <clears> throat> 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 sort of the air comes out. If you can refine that, that's what a growl is. <sighs> <sighs>
2: I don't know why I sounded like I was doing... I think I
1: just right. Ben, I please let you do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do we get an ex- a, a live example?
4: Yeah. So let's take I don't know about an F.
1: Ooh. Oh, <laughs> so low. This I got distracted by George then. I didn't
0: think. I thought it would be a coffee sound because we were just, just like spluttering. Yeah,
2: we were like.
4: It's the very, very first bit of. Um, a clearing your throat sound,
0: yeah,
2: and just try <laughs> to hold
1: that
4: and maintain it.
2: Every time I do it, I just sound like I'm going to be sick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait, well, wait, wait. Okay, Ben, can we get a, a, do it again? A do
4: it again. You want to do it again? Yeah, yeah let me find a note. Something like that.
3: I'm so excited to listen to this
2: back, like high quality recording through my headphones when I'm editing this. (laughs) It's going
3: to be great.
4: You can add um, sort of lip vibrations, a little bit of a lip roll as well Mm -hmm. in there just to make that sound that bit more intense, um, which is what I did in the last time just Mm then.
0: So have you ever ever beatboxed? Is there, a, is there any kind of similar... No. Yeah, no. but not well. Okay. That's not, <laughs> it's, there's I'm no dying. relation to
4: beatboxing at all. It's and just cab. a similar trick.
0: Okay.
4: <laughs> What's the last one? Uh, the last one. Ingressive phonation. Inward bass. Oh, yes. Inward bass. Now, mm, it's sort of singing. I, it's still classed as singing, I think, but you're not breathing out. You breathe in.
1: Oh, this stresses me out, you know, because I think, "Why well, oh. someone chokes?" But okay. Yeah, so it's that. I hope someone's done a risk assessment before this podcast. Rob,
4: Rob did, did it, it, but not properly.
1: I just went. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, so that's how I start as well. That's no. exactly how it sounds when you start.
0: Wow.
4: And it's just making that a lot cleaner. Yeah, tidier. Can
0: uh, you give uh, us an bro.
4: example? I'm going to embarrass myself. Can you give a person now. and an example? A person, uh, probably David Larson again. Okay. I think he's the guy who pioneered it recently, at least on YouTube anyway. Interesting. That sounds like... <laughs>
2: it's really wild. You sound a bit like how... a frog. But <laughs> like, a frog that sings.
4: Frog or you can go even sings. lower than that. Low.
1: Makes no yeah. sense to me.
4: Exactly. It gets to the point down there where you can hear the individual vibrations. <laughs> Oof
0: no because Where you're talking this? at
4: what 30 hertz as yeah. a frequency you can hear every single note coming out every single vibration of the chords themselves
0: so is it like that it video just... that rob likes of um valjean of Hugh <laughs> oh my god like
2: yeah. Hugh jackman's vibrato yeah, yeah. <laughs> except for literally like, like the actual rather singing. than him actually making the vibrations it's the like microscopic vibrations that you can't normally hear when people sing because it's it's literally a sine wave but you're producing such a slow sine wave that yep. you can hear each up and down like that's exactly wave. what
4: this is
1: wow. yeah Wild. in terms of technically like are these things say presumably they're safe to do but like i mean obviously they're not is that where class. I, I don't want to say normal but they're not your usual sounds
4: yeah they're so... not normal um Fry, you can do as much as you like because you're not actually exercising your vocal cords properly. Mm-hmm. So that won't you're do any damage. You're just smashing
2: them against each other. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, Subharmonics and growl, it's the first time I did it. I couldn't do it for more than about 30 seconds mm. before my voice was ruined. Um oh, Over okay. time, I've worked on it and I can do it for, well, I, I do it on and off throughout the day because... I find oh, no, it fun. You can do
2: it for like thirty-one
4: <laughs> seconds, maybe. But yeah, I, I can sit and do it for a while. I can I can practice it for say half an hour in one go, mm. and
1: without to come really in, is doing it okay too okay much to Come damage. in and out of singing, yeah. like to go singing growl singing. Yeah, oh, I mean, say some
4: of the arrangements we're working on um, mm. with those really low notes that I have to do some sort of technique from. I do have to skip between normal voice and inward bass, for example, within mm. well without any rest. Just Mm. go straight from one to the other. It is safe as long as you've got the breath to do it. Mm -hmm. And as long as you can switch your technique quickly enough.
0: How do you go about warming up? Like, uh, Do those tricks work as warm-ups as well? Or do you have to do something else in order to get yourself ready to go all the way down there?
4: Um, It's different. Because they're tricks, you don't have to warm up your voice necessarily for them. Okay. Obviously, there's no point going into it cold because it won't work. But... When you're going down to the bottom of your normal register, yes, you need to warm up to be able to get down there. The same as being able to reach the top of your register. Um, these are outside of your normal voice anyway, so you're not really warming up your voice to be able to do them. You're not using, using your voice in the normal way.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I, I just... It's so, it's so interesting to hear kind of, I don't know, the technique behind all of these different mm. things because it's like, I think a lot of the time there's a misconception with a acapella generally when you first come into it and b with singing on the whole that it's just that you like, mm. you go, ah, and then that's it. And like there's, there's technique and you can get better at it and you can do things like vibrato. But like, we're talking here about really like specialist techniques to get a particular sound for a specific purpose. Yeah. And it's so like, you don't go to a choir, you know, like back in school, none of us went to a choir where our choir teacher was like, Hey Ben, I'd like you to try, um, it, Breathe, breathing in and it I forget what the word was In in, in
0: Inward bass Inward
2: bass, not the technical name yeah. um,
0: <laughs> You're going to dumb it
3: down for you, Rocky yeah. <laughs> just you aggressive, Stay in your you lane have aggressive phonation if you
4: want
2: but, And you don't get quite yeah. directs to ask you to do that Like when you're singing Ave no. Maria Like it's something that you've had to go away And kind of work out and research to make it work
4: Can you imagine how that would sound? Oh, just Ave Maria is phonation I mean, please <laughs> go away and record
3: <laughs> it you know, Ave Maria <laughs> the
4: single
3: oh,
2: will sorry. be coming out uh ave Maria but <laughs> uh inverse for or whatever it is uh next week uh in time with our podcast thanks thanks for listening <laughs> oh, thank you
0: so much. um no but that that is the wonderful thing as well is that there's no upper limit to what you can do like i don't and you're not just like a good singer you have to work mm. at it because mm. you could always be better and mm. that's that's but that's the good thing about it isn't it it's like being inspired from hearing about other people and like yeah. learning there's new things you can do and getting excited about it that way so that is really cool i i, I like that
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> well on that on that fun and exciting note and all of those examples that we've just had Shall we move on to some obsessions? I feel like I do this every week where I'm like we're going to stop talking now and we're going to do some That's really lame enough. non non real acapella stuff. But yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Obsessions. Yeah nails for the really I was about to say low-key part of the podcast hey (laughs) oh um where we do our weekly obsessions things that we have loved this week and they can be as serious or as non-serious as we like because it's our choice and not yours listener
0: I right I'm gonna jump in here because mine is not serious it's serious it's Serious because my <gasps> obsession of the week is Harry Potter. Wow. Like so this week so it, it ended today, um, but this week me and my family have been rewatching all of the Harry Potter films. Oh. Um, so every day we I'm watched so a different jealous. One. Today we watched um, part one and part two of. The seventh one. So that was the seventh oh.
1: film. Oh my goodness. Which is your favourite? Of all of them?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I always say it's Goblet of Fire, but yeah. I actually think it's Chamber of Secrets.
3: Ooh.
0: Um, right. Like, I know, I'm a wild card. But like Chamber of Secrets is actually the longest one. So I mm. think maybe mm. it's that you get that, the, the longest amount of... Um,
2: Daniel Radcliffe time imagining
0: I'm somewhere else yeah maybe I mean like my favourite thing like about Harry Potter is how well we all know Harry Potter Mm -hmm. so it's literally like I could sit and watch it and really pay attention and learn something or like see something new that I haven't seen before, or I can just have it on and then we can talk about like other things that are going on with Harry Potter. Anyway, my obsession has just been getting to rewatch it, and it also just makes me feel like I'm 10 in the best way. Um, mm. So I, I just love the vibes, it's good yeah. vibes. um So that's been my I think that's a a-
2: always going to be I'd something with our like generation, particularly because we grew up with it so much that like Harry Potter yeah. will be that like cornerstone. That everyone always yeah. goes back to. It
0: just it makes me feel like I'm the nerd I really am, which yeah. is which is how <laughs> how it should be. Um who would like to go next? What obsession will we have now?
2: Charlie, do you wanna do yours?
1: Ma I mean obviously this isn't a political or like current affairs podcast. But it, but it will be. It's gotta be the inauguration. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden's inauguration. And more specifically, yeah. Michelle Obama's outfit. Oh. I mean, if you didn't see it, go look it up because oh. I mean it was have seen seen a vision.
0: Oh have you seen, have have you seen the news? I don't know whether it was Fox News, it was one news station. They were like, and here she is, it's Michelle Obama, she has arrived. And then he like talks about it and he's like, and Michelle Obama is accompanied
1: by Barack Obama. Like, yes. I was like here's yes. Michelle, and also her husband. Here's Barack. Michelle. And, you and know, her I feel husband. like this is. That doesn't surprise <laughs> no. me, though, because she is such an icon. Yeah. She, she so is. Oh Ben, honestly, everything about that outfit was just goals, and her hair, and apparently she was wearing um, Rihanna's makeup range as well, oh, which I don't know. Like, Fenty it's not. Yeah, it's just a bit of a like rogue, but in a good way. I trust you. Yeah. Know, that's like, a good thing. Michelle, yes. I mean, it just a yeah, very
2: good thing. It's a, yeah, it's just I feel like Rihanna's just with all of her Fenty Beauty and her um like lingerie stuff has gone from strength to strength. Like everything that's released is mm-hmm. just like immediately iconic and it's just oh it's so yeah. well done and it's so so the
1: fact that michelle obama is on this train i'm here for yeah. it
0: okay so to feed your obsession you now need to go and listen to michelle obama's podcast if you haven't oh, because yes. that was mm. i i painted my mom's bedroom and i listened to like three michelle obama podcasts That's in good. a row and it was very very shout nice. out to that it podcast. Was- can we get her to yeah, shout us out instead? From one podcast to another.
2: I hear that Michelle is going to be shouting out our podcast net, on the next episode. So yeah. it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> um, were there any other highlights from the inauguration in particular that you liked, Charlie?
1: I would say no. And I know, which is rogue, but nothing... Nothing stood there out. There are certain other things his, in history that will, will beat J-Lo mm-hmm. for me.
2: I can't believe.
1: Let's get loud.
2: Yeah, I just can't. When I heard that, I was like, she's not, is she? Is she? And then I was a bit like, is it like, oh, it's, you know, America is for everyone. Let's get loud about it. And then she was like, she just moved on. And I was like, no, she did just, she just sang her song at the inauguration.
1: Part of me is like, do you know what? Fair play, that is very, very cool. But also the Obamas. So, you know.
2: Yeah. There is that. Yeah. There
1: is that. But I, do, I love you, JLo. If you're listening, you know, hit me up. I know, know you listening. are listening. I still love you. So stop good. trying to
2: hide it. Yeah. Um, ben, have you got your obsession ready
4: to go? Uh I do. And I don't want to sort of round it all out to to make you think that I'm all about bass. Uh but That's my obsession okay. is, <laughs> is a <laughs> is a bass singer, he's Czech. And his name's Tomy P. He's on YouTube.
1: Hang on, was hang on. Tony P
4: T O M I. To me. Um P. and he he's incredible. He's got this insane <laughs> range and it's all beautiful. Like he can sing. Just him? He can sing higher than me and he can sing ex- much lower than me. Oh um gosh. and he does it all brilliantly.
1: Are these like tutorials? Are no, these like no, um, Spotify content? Yes, or? Spotify
4: content. His Wow. Yeah, he does his own arrangements, he sings and records full arrangements just with him as a bass recording all the parts all the male parts Um, and i've sat and listened to sound of silence on repeat for about a week now wow
1: (sighs) oh i'm gonna have to listen to that well you should have sent to the start for george you know if you listen
4: if you listen in it he does growl um a bottom e now that you know what a growl is and that's what you've got to aim for I'll be, I'll be able I to that So, yeah,
2: your homework is identify what every listen. Hi, hi once again to our, to our listener. Hi, listener. <laughs> hope you're well. Um, your homework <laughs> this week is to listen to Tommy P and figure out exactly at what minute of what song he growls about when me growls. and let us know in the comments. Thank you. <laughs> That's so interesting, though, because I feel like music that is specifically a bass. Doing mm. the solo is quite rare. Not that it like mm. nobody does it, but as in yeah. people don't kind of pick it out and listen to it. It's so not it's, the highlight, yeah. No. Well,
4: so let's put it
3: really
0: this way I
4: cannot do any silos ever because it just doesn't sound right. <laughs> because it sounds odd as a bass, and my voice isn't particularly suited anyway. But...
2: but I think it's also because you're surrounded by so many people who have that like higher vocal range where it's like you mm. stick out because you're, so, you're singing so far below. But if you were harmonising with yourself like he does, I feel like it would sound great.
4: That's exactly it. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely recommend going checking him out. He's um, been really uh, well. I've learned from him mm. just by listening to him. And yeah, yeah, brilliant, brilliant singer.
0: Nice.
1: I'm definitely going to check him out. I love it. Yeah, Rob. Rob, what is yours? My
2: session is going to once again bring it down a couple of notches, not in a bad way. In just a, like it's simple, but. I made, uh, me and my younger brother did a Jamie Oliver's cookery school class on Thursday. Mm. And the, like, the, um, dish, like, list, I guess, um, it had three things. It had, like, a main, a side salad, and then a dessert. And the dessert, I'm, I'm, I'm sold on. Tiramisu is my absolute favourite dessert of all time. Mm. But I never make it for myself at home because it requires a little bit of effort. And it's one of those things where, like, you have to make so much of it and it just ends up, it's so much more faff when you don't have an occasion to make it for. However, this cookery class, they did something called tiramisu veloce, which is, like, fast tiramisu. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> so,
2: it's literally, like, five, six ingredients. It takes about ten minutes to assemble, if that. And it it's just like normal tiramisu, and it tastes amazing. <gasps> what are the... And literally anything...
1: What are the five, six ingredients?
2: So the ingredients are: you have mascarpone, of course. Uh, you've mm-hmm. got orange, an orange which is really intriguing because you squeeze the orange juice into the mascarpone to kind of like give it a little bit of sharpness. Yeah. Uh, you've got vanilla. You've got um, Savoiardi biscuits, whatever they are. They're like um the the spun the biscuit fingers that you have in normal yeah. tiramisu. Like a trifle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, and then yeah. Kahlua an espresso and then a little bit of sugar that you like put in that mix and like that's literally it and then you can you can shave some chocolate over the top of it and it's so it's just so easy and literally anybody who has ever gone to a restaurant an Italian restaurant with me will know that I even if I'm not considering having dessert at all if there's a tiramisu on the menu that looks like it's going to be any good like I'll have it regardless (laughs) regardless <laughs> and I just make space and it happens sometimes I go to places specifically because they do tiramisu and I'll be like we're not going anywhere else <laughs> tiramisu so now tiramisu. that this is unlocked a like 10 minute easy-peasy so few ingredient tiramisu I think it's all I'm gonna ever eat from now on right
0: well you can't overdo it though Rob because I would absolutely hate it if you ruined tiramisu this for is very yourself. true
2: but the great thing as well mm. so, is yes. you have to make it in kind of two parts so you have the mascarpone mix and then you have the coffee mix which is just like 100 millilitres of espresso, 75 millilitres of, Kahlu- of Kahlua, and 10 grams of sugar just stirred together in a bowl. Perfect cocktail. Perfect cocktail. Yeah. You get halfway through making tiramisu. soup,
0: you're tired,
2: <laughs> just take a sip out of the bowl. It's hideously strong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
3: it's, it's,
2: Honestly, a huge ceramic like mixing <laughs> bowl. I blood. was on the yeah. Zoom 40%. class with these professional chefs who were teaching all of these people from like across the country to do the tiramisu, and there's just me like in the background like, taking <laughs> the background, a sip like, out what? of the bowl because they're like, they were like, like try it, have a sip. Everybody else takes a teaspoon or like pours a bit into a glass, and I was just like, <laughs> 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 they're <laughs>
0: ungraceful no yeah. amazing well that's good i hope i hope you do have it but i do hope don't ruin it for myself still love no, it i'm sure i will yeah. mm. no but Any all good good excellent well
2: that's all we have time for folks it's been a wonderful joy having you on the podcast ben so thank you very much for being here and giving up your of course thank it's been great fun yeah and thank, thank you for all of the tips and tricks we're gonna go we're gonna go away and we're all gonna practice, and then next,
4: please do oh, yeah. just I'm gonna don't be... destroy your voices doing it.
3: Yeah, well, I, mean... I do have to sing with you not. again in three days' time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: At least next week, if we do manage to do it, we can do we could do like a sub bass um, barbershop quartet. It's like a barbershop quartet. <laughs> oh yeah, but here not we are. Below. This is it. Oh, yeah. This is this is
0: the yeah.
1: next level. Of, I hope you're pleased, Ben. And We've now formed you... a quartet. Yep. can't wait. You're gonna have to make sure you listen out for Ben's different tricks in the show as well all, be because we will be making sure to yeah, yeah. It'll be very yeah. exciting
2: Excited for it Woo-hoo. but yes thanks again for being here and i guess thank you listener as well for for turning up once again to this podcast
3: and hope to see yeah, you too yeah.
2: you'll stay with us again for next week maybe next yeah. next wednesday Where we, have, yeah.
3: <laughs> kind of we do to be
2: fair we should we should drop a little hint that next week we have another guest who is not a cast member of the show. A cast oh. Imagine that.
0: And we got so many to pick yeah. from, but we But
2: we, we said no. <laughs> we said no.
0: defend <laughs> them off. I'm joking. Right. Bye. bye.
1: Yes, have
2: a good one. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We really appreciate all the support and kind words we've been receiving online. Our Patreon page is now live, very exciting. So if you're looking for even more behind-the-scenes exclusive content, you can find us by searching 1001 Open Mic Nights on Patreon. If you've got any questions about the podcast or any aspects of the show at all, just email us at 1001 openmicnights at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram where we're 1001 OMN. Thanks for listening and ciao for now.